What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. I'm Corey. I'm Alex. And today we have my very most favoritist mother-in-law. My mom, yeah. Nora. Hello, everybody. This is Nora. <laughs> mom is here. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks for inviting me, guys. Thanks for coming. We're at the tail end of your trip. Have you had a good trip so far? Yes. I've been surprised by some of the rain we've had, but... Yeah. Uh, had some good weather, uh, did some bike riding, did some fun activities. You did a lot of bike riding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my trishy is sore. Because of that. <laughs> no, just kidding, just kidding. Yeah. We did office trivia, yeah. which yeah. is always fun. Yeah. We got second place again. Yeah. I think we've gotten second place like three times. Yeah. yeah, that sounds familiar. If anyone out there listening is in office trivia, thinks they'd be good at office trivia, H-M-U. Because Hit we need to talk. Me up. Yes. Hit me up. Please. <laughs> That's what the kids are saying. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's dive right into Wednesday Wisdom. Ooh, Wednesday Wisdom. Speaking of City Bike, you want to start us off, Mom? <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, well, I've enjoyed uh, using Corey's City Bike Pass mm-hmm. and uh, ridden a couple of times by myself. And. Um, uh, my Wednesday wisdom is when you're going to use city bike and ride in an area that you don't know, mm-hmm. pay more attention to your GPS. GPS. <laughs> yeah. What did we do before GPS? Yeah. Well, that's why I like to ride with one headphone in so that it can just tell me where oh, to go. Or that at the neck in 600 feet, turn right. But the problem is sometimes she's laggy. Uh, Sometimes it's it. laggy and you miss the stops. So uh, it's not safe to drive in. Yeah, you know what? I my mistake has been looking at it and thinking that I'll remember. Yeah, you know I've been here quite a few times, so I feel like I sort of know the area, but yeah. I really don't. Yeah. So that's the wisdom. How Pay many times have you been here? Uh, we figured it out. I've been to New York eight times eight since times. you guys have moved here. So and that's twice almost a, twice a year. Twice, twice a year. Yeah. Well, Except for the wedding and one other time. Yeah. Yeah. The year the year you got married, I didn't come out in the spring because you came out there. Yeah. Yeah. I always enjoy yeah. coming out and staying for 10 days or two weeks or something yeah. like that. It makes it we fun. love having you. It's oh, very thank nice. you. Super fun. Thank yeah. you. You're fun to visit. Uh, what's your Wednesday wisdom, wife? Um... When you're having a conversation with someone, listen more and talk less. Ooh. That's a good one. (laughs) Um, I did this exercise, like a get-to-know-you exercise, where for a minute, you're one-on-one with someone. For a minute, one person speaks and says as much as they can about themselves, and you are not... The other person is not allowed to respond not even a, oh, yeah, or an okay, or a, oh, I, I, me too, or nothing like that. You have to be silent. And it is really challenging. Mm. And I think um, a lot of times I've noticed that when I'm in conversation, I want to f- be involved and engaged and say, like, yes, me too, and I get that, and here's examples of how I see that in my life. But sometimes that's not what you need. You just need to have someone listen to you. and. Mm. I think sometimes a better conversationalist is someone who listens and stays quiet. Was so. is there a value to listening and then asking questions? Yeah. 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 That's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's good too. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. What's your Wednesday wisdom? Um, my Wednesday wisdom would be that everyone who lives in New York City, if you live in New York City, chances are you probably drink more than the average person. Everyone should do Sober October. I'm really enjoying it. Should I do Sober October? You do sober all year. <laughs> <laughs> you should only drink in October. In October. <laughs> you should do drunk-tober. Drunk-tober. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are laughing the same too. That's hysterical. Uh, yeah, so... Drunk-tober. <laughs> drunk-tober. Oh my god, that would be a fun little experiment. Although you would be miserable. Yeah, I would. You would not do that. I would not. That would be a non-productive month for, <laughs> for Alex. Sorry, guys. I'm going to go off the reservation for a bit here. Um, well, this episode is all about, obviously, my mama. But um, a lot of people say, oh, I'm turning into my mom or I'm turning into my dad and it's a bad thing. And I think it's a great thing. I think and it's a good thing, too. I see, especially when we're around each other, I see even, like, little things that we do that are so similar <laughs> that obviously I learned from you and picked up from you. Um, one of them is we drink tea the same way. We use our tea bag. We steep it for a couple of minutes, and then we reuse it again. I definitely <laughs> learned that from you. Yeah. Um, there was something else that you did... The other day where I was like, oh, that's why I do that. And now I can't remember what it is. <laughs> um, that's funny because I don't, I don't always see those things. I mean, obviously, the reusing the tea bag and yeah. some of the um, green lifestyle things that yeah. you do. I, I, I see that, you know, that's something that I do and you've embraced it. But there are things that I do. Like, I do composting at home now. Yeah. There are many things that I do because yeah. you have positively influenced me yeah so it goes both ways yeah hmm. how um, do you compost in uh, san diego Corey? there's nothing that you've done that <laughs> <laughs> just no doubt kidding. no doubt no hey just I mean, kidding i'm not i don't even take that as a hey she's as doing a sober october too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no white russians for you huh um i do my composting by taking it to whole foods whole foods okay gotcha yeah. yep in san diego compost. nice yeah, I had someone recently reach out after I posted about composting and saying, like, I don't know where to compost. And if you live in a city that has Whole Foods, there's they do specific days where they do pick up. But there's also composting trash cans there. So I just dump it in the trash can. Um, but go to your local farm, farmer's market. Uh, most likely they have composting or maybe even a farm would um, offer to take it from you. So And then don't forget most of the community gardens here in New York. Oh yeah. Have it. Community gardens have it too. Um, but that's a little bit more limited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or as you used to do, find someone who has a goat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What? Oh, that's <laughs> it right. got started where uh, at work where, uh, one of my coworkers, um, her mother also works in the building and her mother brought her some, uh, reusable grocery bags and I said, kind of gave her a funny look, and because we're a small office and we're all cozy, I said, "What's what? What? Why are you getting grocery bags from your mom?" And she explained that she had brought some leftover vegetable trimmings and things uh, to her mom to take to her goat. And I'm really passionate about waste reduction, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and so I immediately called her mom or emailed her mom and said, "Could I? Could I bring food for your goat?" and and she was so tickled, and so that went, that went on for months. Um, 
and I love not throwing stuff in the landfill. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, some of the things that I, some of the things you do that I see in myself is being green and being recycled, but being rude about recycling. Um, I remember even at like a young age when we would go to a restaurant if they had plastic you're like, oh, save that, take it back, and you would sometimes even reuse it or make sure that it was recyclable or being placed in the recycling can. Um, and just, like, reusing things. Um, I think that the reason I... I mean, I had my own journey to towards healthy eating, but I think that you taught me a lot about that. Um, I know that I was an extremely picky eater as yeah. a kid. <laughs> uh, you, you were picky. You're not the worst, but you you were you were a challenge for me. It was hard because yes. I wanted you to eat healthy foods. Yeah. Or healthful foods. And with such a limited diet, I just didn't feel like you were getting, you know, balanced nutrition. Yeah. And, you know, I want you to be balanced. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we can, well, we can chat about that now, actually. Um, are there any tips that you... I know that I have friends now that are going through that with their kids of how do I get them to eat healthy. Like, I, I remember when I was a little bit younger, like, the only vegetables I would eat was carrots, carrots and cucumbers. And yeah, carrots first with yeah, ranch dressing. Ranch dressing. <laughs> Period. Yeah, yeah. Cucumber was a later um, yeah. development. Yeah. And then... And then I, you didn't eat salad until you were in middle school. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, every once in a while, because Erica, my younger sister, loved broccoli. Every once in a while, I do remember eating broccoli, but it was like, I had to be in the mood for it. You know, I don't have any tips. Well, I I don't have any answers, but I, I guess I can share my, my perspective on it. Um, I think if someone can figure out why some kids are picky eaters and others aren't, uh, they will win a Nobel Prize. (laughs) Yeah, really. It's such a challenge for parents, and it happens in households all the time. Um, The way I handled it is I gave you the foods that you would eat, and I did not push foods. I did not want food to be a battle ground. Um, I just didn't think that that was a good idea. So if you yeah. ate, you were a healthy, active, uh, you functioned in school, yeah. you know, you slept well. Yeah. Um, so I figured you're not, you're not dropping down and you're, you know, you're healthy weight and all that. Yeah. Um, so just keep doing that. Um, I remember one time my, my mother and I got into a disagreement because, I wanted to cater to uh, your desire to eat at a certain place. And uh, my mother, who is obviously 30 years older than me, a different generation, felt that you just give give your kid what you have and that's what they eat. Yeah. And my perspective was, I just want you to have food. Yeah. I want you to put food and... I, I mean, so I'm listening to you talk about this. I mean, my sister... I know that my mom struggled with my brother. I was a garbage disposal. Yeah. I had everything. Yeah. Still is. Yeah, still <laughs> um, but my brother was, he would he would eat like chicken McNuggets and like mac and cheese. Like that was it. Yeah. And my nephew is the same way. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you've seen him. My poor yeah. sister. But I think she, it's like she doesn't battle him about it. Yeah. She just gives him, because he's so active. She just is like, as long as he's, yeah, he's has yeah. what he needs. He does fun. sports. And he does, he goes through phases of trying different foods and liking them and, 
Um, I know that living with um, our best friend Alexis and seeing her raise her daughter Addison, um, I often heard her say like, you pick you pick your battles. Yeah. And today it is not the battle that I want to pick. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you're right. Like she is being healthy and and you mentioned um, you didn't want that to be a you didn't want food to be a struggle. <clears throat> I remember going to um, my step grandparents' house and their rule was you have to have a try it bite. And um, if you don't know me, I'm can be stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, it was a shocker. Um, and so, and I've noticed this watching other kids too. Is it's like, well, I'm gonna try it, but I know I'm not gonna like it. And if you have a child that's stubborn, I think that that's a lot of the times I would eat something and know, like it was already preconceived in my head that I would not like it. I also remember having fear of different textures. Um, Mm. So, I mean, I think maybe it was good that you didn't pressure me. Mm. Um, And then I I, like, I did kind of on my own discover, oh, I do like cucumbers or I do like salad. I didn't like smoothies. Smoothies are basically candy, especially yeah. if you buy it from yeah, like Jamba Juice or something. Candy through a straw, yeah. <laughs> Until high school, I remember my freshman year. I had when a you were working at a Robex. Yeah, I mean, that was, yeah. <laughs> That's why she wanted smoothies, to and then yeah, <laughs> get them for free. But that just shows you. I like it. Smoothies are just yeah. yeah. I just that shows you how picky I was and just fearful of. I don't know why. I don't know why I assumed I wouldn't like <clears throat> smoothies, but well, I think one of my life mantras is you know, do other, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And, um, I sure as heck don't want people to force me to eat foods that I don't want. Yeah. Yeah. So why should I force somebody? I just didn't see a lot of sense in that. How yeah. much of parenting? Cause I don't have, I mean, I can imagine what it's like. How much of parenting is like, just like trying not to battle your kids so that you can get the things that you need to get done, done. I would, I don't know, 75%. (laughs) Seriously. I mean... You're just like, shut up. I just need to go to work. Or like, I just need to do this thing. So whatever, like... I think that's a lot of it. It's a lot of it, you know. Especially as a single parent. I I, Also, you raised me. I I mean, mean, my father was... You guys split custody. But when you had me, you were on your own. Yeah. So it wasn't like, hey husband can you help with this so i can do what i need to do yeah and share the duties yeah Yeah. duty (laughs) (laughs) we were watching friends too much we don't react to duties no i mean yeah that's what i feel like it's just a battle to get out the door it is a battle to get out the door it yeah. is a battle to get yeah. out the door. I'm having flashbacks. Eat so. your food. Get dressed. Put your clothes on. Take yeah. a dump. Brush your teeth. Yeah. I can barely do that myself. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just to balance out this conversation, um, there's a lot of joy in oh, having sure. children. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's not easy. They don't come with a manual. Like, mm-hmm. like the saying goes, no child comes with a manual. Parents come in with baggage and... Um, just you know i think john lennon said it best all you need is love Mm -hmm. that's right yeah um some other small things i learned from you um is i i don't like saying this word because it has a negative connotation so if you guys can think of it moisture no (laughs) moisture (laughs) eyes no um 
I guess being assertive, maybe. I was going to say being aggressive. Oh, yeah. But it's not... It's hard for women, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess being able to, like, speak your mind and ask what you want. Um, being straightforward and articulate. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I remember there was a time when we first started dating that you heard my mom on the phone speaking to... I don't know if it was... It was a, someone. A bank or, like, customer service, and you saw her, like, lay down the law, and you were like, whoa! Yeah, NORAD I came out. It was awesome. I don't remember I don't remember what it was, but I, I definitely have learned, and you, you also, you and Dad both used to say this, is you catch more Fly. flies with honey than vinegar. That is so true. So yeah. true. Um, but there are some times where you have to stand up for yourself, and not saying, like, you can only do that through anger, but it's that aggress- aggression or assertiveness. Um, I've definitely learned from you, and I have too. Yeah, I've definitely taken some of that, some of your playbook. Oh, thanks for sure. Well, I know I've also annoyed people with that at times. Have I? Yeah. <laughs> and there's times that Corey's like, "Hey, you need to cool it." Um, well, you've done that to me too. <laughs> yes, yes, because I because he has helped me recognize it, and I learn. I know that I've learned that from you. So when I see you doing it, I'm like, "Oh, that's what it yeah. sounds like when I do it." She gets a little, you do get a little aggressive sometimes. Well, Alex does this thing where she she says things that are definitely loud enough and audible enough for people to hear. Like, uh, passing. Get out of, like get out of the fucking way, bro! And I'm like, Alex, he's like ten times my size. Like, maybe don't do that. no, I don't. Yes, you have. When in the subway, you have said some audible stuff to people. I don't think I've said "get out of my fucking way, bro," but um, I've definitely said like "excuse me" or "move." Yeah. If someone that is a horrible place to <laughs> yeah, stand. Yeah, I'm not the only one. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, New York has definitely made me a little bit more. It definitely has made you way more aggressive. I remember when yeah. we were living in San Jose, you were afraid to ride a bike to school. And now you no, bought... Yeah, you were. Not in San Jose. I was definitely afraid to start riding a bike in New York. 100%. Oh, I feel like you crushed it. But, yeah. anyways. Yeah. Um, but you're way... You're just... You're bombing down the New York streets now with no helmet. Wrong direction. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when you gotta don't. get someplace, you gotta get yeah. there. Yeah. Don't take my advice on that, please. Yeah. Um, Tony Ubertasio would have a lot to say with the way that you and I ride bikes. Yeah, but you know what? He doesn't ride, use a helmet either. I wear a and helmet now. I understand his point of if you, you know, a head-on collision is going to be ten times worse. Ten times but worse. But you can jump over the car. Hundred <laughs> percent. Or just jump onto the car and jump like surf on your way to. How but about I jumping off the bike and standing yeah. up. <laughs> But I, but I think, that obviously, I don't do this all the time, but if there's a street that I have to turn on and it happens to be a one-way, I don't do it a lot. But if I do, my logic is, well, I can see them. I can't see them behind me. I can't see yeah, them yeah. speeding up mm-hmm. or swerving. But I think that I would be able to. Yeah. I, can't, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. We're not talking about bikes right now. <laughs> I mean, we are, but that's not the point of this. Um, uh, yeah, and there's just, like, other small things, but um, being frugal. It's definitely one of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've really I'm, taken on that character I'm trait. I'm definitely frugal. <laughs> I'm definitely, definitely. And you're a product of your environment, you know, the whole yeah. nature versus nurture. Yeah. That's a nurture thing. I mean, you observed it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of the things I hated um, is to hear parents say, 
uh, I don't have the money for that. Or one of the girls I mentor says her money says, uh, I don't want to waste my money on it. Mm. And so parents, you know, unknowingly give their kids messages mm. about money. Yep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I know one time you, you thought I worried about money and I thought that's really odd. I don't worry about money. I'm, but I realized in your second grade or first grade mind, you thought that just because I wasn't buying something, it was a worry. Yeah. No, it's just you make choices, and yeah. I am frugal. Yeah. So I remember the first time you know you wanted a candy bar or something in the store, and I just said, well, we didn't plan on getting that, so we're not going to get that. <laughs> and so that was my go-to. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a whole lot better than saying, I'm not going to waste my money. I think it's yeah. more effective. And I think the point is it was supposed to teach you that – you go to the store with a plan in mind to get something and then try not to deviate and right. not be wasteful. So, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, you just mentioned the kids you mentor, so that's a great segue. Thanks. Mm. Um, when I was younger, your license plate said role model because mm-hmm. you're very passionate about being a role model. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can I interrupt a second? Yeah. So um, uh, I have a very vivid memory of you sitting in the car seat and me driving to work and taking you to, you know, I was going to drop you off at daycare and then go to work. So you were you were pre-K. And um, the one exit uh, that I was, uh, entrance, I guess, the, not an exit, the entrance to the freeway, um, the car in front of me was going slowly. And I kept saying, go, buddy, go. <laughs> <laughs> and then one time you parroted it back to me and you said, go, buddy. And I thought, oh, oh no. no, I have to be really careful about what I say in the car because there's a little microphone in here. And it comes out of Alex's mouth. <laughs> And that just, you know, hit the light bulb for me. And I, you know, wanted to uh, cross off my bucket list having a vanity plate in California. And in thinking about what would I, what did I want it to be, I thought, well, in the car, I have to be a role model. I have to drive properly. I have to behave properly. Yeah. I can't curse. And so that's why I, I got that. Like, yeah, I mean, at least you said go, buddy, and not like... Go, motherfucker. Go, motherfucker. Get out of the way, bitch. <laughs> Move, bitch. Get, get out, out the way. way. <laughs> I love... I love... I remember asking you, speaking of cars, I remember asking you, I think we were driving to Modesto or something. I was like, if you could only have one bumper sticker for the rest of your life, what would it be? <laughs> get off said, the fucking phone. No. Without hesitation, get off the fucking phone. It used to be recycle now, but then when, with the uh, cell phones coming in, it's without a doubt. People on the cell phone that are messing up traffic, get off the fucking phone. She's even noticed it in, like, walking, like, look at this woman. She's walking with her cell phone. <laughs> yeah. I like to do this thing where if someone's walking towards me on a cell phone, I won't move paths, and then I'll just stop right in front of them, and then they'll be like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Which going... is kind of a dick move, but whatever. It's okay. I support it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what made you get into mentoring kids and volunteering your your time? Boy, that's um I don't really have a good clear answer. I know that when I was in um when you were in elementary school, they really uh emphasized the importance of parents being engaged with the school 
that it it helps children's educational experience and their ability to achieve with parents being engaged. So I got involved in the PTA and other things. And I think that must have started me on the path to volunteering because as you got older and you needed me less, I thought, well, I kind of like being around kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mine doesn't want to be around me anymore. <laughs> she wants true. she wants to go to the mall with her friends and hang out in middle school and things like that. Um, so I looked into other opportunities to, um, you know, use my time for something good. And um, I, I think I benefited from adult mentors that I uh, had. It wasn't a formal mentoring program, but there were adults in my life in my neighborhood um, that uh, I think really helped me and made a difference in my life. So I guess I'm paying it forward. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very rewarding. Uh, you know, I did uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and uh, I was involved with one young girl, and I felt like it was the best hour of my week. Um, because she was just so fun and entertaining. I felt like it was going to a spa retreat for an hour. <laughs> it was just all... Yeah. Um, so um, so just sort of paying it forward, I guess. Yeah. And I do get a lot out of it. Children yeah. are very entertaining. <laughs> and most of the children I've volunteered with, some have been teens, have been really, really great kids. You know, there's only been a, you know one or two kids that have been a little frustrating um, but that's because they are, you know, wounded individuals that have baggage and demons that they have to deal with. And they need a mentor even more. <laughs> so it's really hard to turn down a kid. Yeah. You? Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. yeah. It's not an easy thing to do. Uh, it's kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, taking them to the pool or carving a pumpkin yeah. or building a... Uh, we did made what's that stuff that um, like flub slime. slime yeah making slime and, oh fun yeah yeah so it's cool. all good stuff yeah all good I stuff. totally lost my train of thought mm. you mentioned something and I was going to it'll hopefully come it'll back. come back oh I was going to mention um, you had said when I didn't want to hang out with you mm-hmm. or whatnot. Um, I, I don't ever, I mean, of course there were times where I did want to hang out with my friends. Yeah, that's really what I should have said, yeah. But I don't ever remember feeling, like, embarrassed to be with you or... Oh, that's helpful. Or or never (laughs) felt like, um, I didn't want to spend time with you or dad. Yeah. Um, I'm very thankful that you and I, and also... me and my parents, my parents and I, have a really great yeah. relationship and that we are very close. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. your dad and I both feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. You guys uh-huh. talk every day. Not um, twice, um, not, but... Yeah, almost. Yeah. yeah. But, your dad calls you every day for like five minutes, right? No. No? No. no. I'd say but, like it's gotten to be every other day. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. with her schedule and yeah. stuff. But I do talk to my parents quite often. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do a really good job making an effort to stay connected. And well, it's always a challenge during the yeah. uh, with the time difference between California yeah. and here. Yeah. Which is why I'm lobbying really hard to get you know, <laughs> move back to it California. Be long. Yeah. I'm sure but it when be long. there's times that I hear people or friends or whatnot being like, oh, my mom's staying with me and or my mom's visiting and they always say or it's a what, burden. Well, 
Or Corey's like, well, my mother-in-law's coming. No, I love when you come. I, yeah. I think it's yeah, great. And I'm like, I, it's I so funny because I tell, my mom would no, I tell people, more. I'm like, oh, my mother-in-law's here for the next 10 days. They're like, oh, dude, like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, no, like, this is a fucking great thing. Like, yeah. I love having Nora it's here. It's a good it's, thing. But, it's, it, but it's so weird. Like, I was talking to um, Erica about you the other day, yesterday, and I was just like, Nora's been, you know, a really great mom to me in a lot of in a lot of ways, you know. So you're you're yeah. very very special to. I'm a lot very of nurturing people. to yeah, you are. everybody. You're very loving. Yeah, yeah. Um, but do you think, looking back at um, my childhood, do you think there was anything, anything you did or said or like? I, I just, I, when I hear people say like, oh, I, you know, I have a horrible relationship with my mom or whatnot, I'm like, I wonder what was done differently or if there was something that was done differently that made us so close. Like, I can only recall in, in high school having two fights with you. Mm. Like, of course, we got into like bickering arguments or whatnot, but I I, I can really only recall one or two like yeah, bigger, I, quote yeah. unquote, bigger fights. And, yeah. Well, I'm sure as a parent of a high schooler, uh, I uh, had many annoying um, rules. Like, for instance, I didn't like the radio station you liked. <laughs> and I asserted my car ownership <laughs> and said... You always thought my clothes were inappropriate. And, yes, clo- clothing that I thought, um, you know, high school girls' clothing is just a little too revealing. And... Um, you know, and I think some of the, some of your friends broke some rules about driving and um, new drivers have to not drive with other students in their car, yeah. teens in their car. So there, and you know, I was frustrated with your boyfriend that you argued with and that. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yeah. we, we had our share, of, we had our share of uh, disagreements, but uh, I think we were always fairly respectful to each other um you know i also know you know you hated when you were really young that i didn't get you a sugary soda and so i i cleverly cleverly came up with a rule well if i don't drink a sugary soda at the restaurant then you don't get one yeah oh my gosh (laughs) and if i get one then you can have one Uh. and so i always drink water at mealtime so (laughs) i knew she'd never have a coke (laughs) and i have that rule with the kids that i mentor if i take them out to lunch or something they have to get water or or milk i don't let them have the sugary drinks are are you asking um is there anything i would have done differently No, I was was just thinking, like, I wonder what made our relationship, like, what made us so close. And Um, I think time. We spent time together. I think we spent a lot of time together. Um, I I think time. And that's something that's really important. You know, your love language is time. Mm -hmm. Um, My love language is acts of service. So um, I think we spent a lot of time together, you know. Yeah. Um, and doing activities that yeah. were pleasing to you. you yeah. Know? Um, I remember. Um, and I think it's just, it must also be your temperament, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Another Nobel uh, Prize opportunity to unlock <laughs> yeah. that secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember as a kid, um, 
my father has a a big imagination and we used to as you said we would play imaginary games um imagination games. imagination games um where we would like i would pretend i was ariel in the pool or or whatnot um and i i remember you asking a bunch like well we can't play i can't play imaginary games with you or imagination imagination games like oh i hated it yeah yeah. i'm not good at that at all i'm like board game get me candy cane lane candy land Land. yeah i just oh i know you can play those at dad's house yeah let's read You know, and I think we made an effort to, you know, not plunk you in front of a TV mm-hmm. uh, too much. Um, and you were not that interested in um, video games or computer games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, they're, they're definitely cha- ta- challenges. I remember when you started middle school and that was when IMing, instant messaging came along. Oh, yeah. And you wanted mm-hmm. your screen name to be redheaded redhead hottie or redheaded hottie I did yes oh wow I don't remember that well that's because I made you change it wow that sounds so unlike me well and I I remember little kid lover (laughs) so people know where my priorities are another great office reference um yeah and your your brother your brother Zach um, Haig had a, had a provocative. I don't remember what it was. Dude, that was the all the rage in high school. It was yeah, like, yeah. It was like cheerleader sixty nine. Yeah, <laughs> horrible, horrible. Story. And you know, you, you know what I did choose? What I did have my IM is what? I do remember this. Christina Freak or yes. like Christina Freak eighty nine or something because I was such a huge Christina Aguilera yeah, fan. You did. Oh my god! And eighty nine because that's the year I was born. Yeah, oh, mine was like mine was like Junior Shark something. Yeah, it's like Junior Shark is that San Jose Shark? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. That was how you flirted in high school. <laughs> like, because you, God forbid you do it at school, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good oh, times, man. good That's times. so funny. Yeah. Um, so when we were talking about this podcast and what we were going to say, you mentioned how we could talk about what we've learned from each other. Um, I've definitely learned a lot of things from you, I think. <laughs> good. Kind of it worked. About this, My job is done. This, this whole time. Um, Corey, what have you learned from mom? I learned my love language. <laughs> she introduced me to that. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating, um, isn't it? Yeah. And it's so true. Yeah, and I've learned a lot about money. Um, mm-hmm. You're really good with money. I learned a lot about that. Have, having it and keeping having it. Having it and keeping it. <laughs> exactly. Um, I've learned a lot about... Uh, I think... I think I've had you echo to me that I have a, like a decent intuition like about certain things you know we've been talking about like a lot of family stuff and to hear you kind of echo how i felt about certain things has been like not necessarily something that i've learned but i look up to you as like a person and the way that you interact with people and how you treat people and like i strive to be like that um anyone that talks about you is just like over the moon and like oh my god your mom is so great Mm, you know yeah everyone says that about you and that's like something i aspire to be like is when when people when i'm not there i want people to be like that guy is a piece of shit yeah (laughs) no yeah i mean that's what people tell me so yeah for sure no no but yeah i mean um what else have i learned uh i've learned 
I don't know. Well, I think you've learned to buy two-ply toilet paper, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm all about that, you know, for sure. Well, I'm trying to think if there's something else. Yeah, I could care less. Oh, I think my favorite my favorite part about you visiting is that I get like I get to make all of the office references I want, and you get and all I of them. And I get you most get of, all them. of them. Yeah. That is such a great show. <laughs> and I don't know if I started watching it, and I mentioned it to you when you were in Modesto. Chance, Chance got me started oh, on Chance it. Did. And, oh, Chance well, did. And then we goodness. started watching it. I think, no, I think you came to Modesto and we were like, let's watch it, because I hadn't watched it yet. And then we uh, watched the first couple episodes. Oh, together, it was such like, a funny show. Oh, my such God. Such a funny it's show. show <laughs> yeah, no, I remember... Um, a funny moment when uh, we went shopping at Target for oh the new apartment, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you both laughed. So you tell. I you don't tell? remember what the joke we, was. We were we were buying things for our new house, like a curtain rod. And we were buying a curtain rod. This is and... an eighteen-inch rod. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> and I think Casey I may have hit the floor laughing. Yeah. <laughs> And I think from the whole rest of the, the shopping whole rest trip, of the was trip was that's what she said. Yeah, it was just what that's what she said. Opportunities. It, it took Casey a little bit to understand how to make that. What she said joke. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, "I'm gonna get some Mountain Dew." That's, that's what she, what she said. said. <laughs> so close. I'm gonna go so get close. some Mountain Dew. Oh man. I had a conversation with him about Mountain Dew the other day. He's like, yo, I haven't had a Mountain Dew in like 10 years. Good. Oh my gosh. Good. They must have not had it at in and out I should get a bottle and send it to him. No. No. (laughs) Oh, Oh, goodness. Well. Well, can I say two things I've learned from you, Alex? Not so much Corey, but you and I. (laughs) But um, if, if I had raised Corey... Actually, I should tell a funny story about you Corey. That's what I was going to ask. I, well, it's really a funny story about me, but Corey was, oh, was yeah. in I it. Oh, yeah, I know what you're going to say. Is it about the car? Yeah. Yeah, Whatever. yeah. So, um, I, I, anybody who knows your two relationship knows that your parents work together. Your yeah. dads work together. Yeah. And, um, so, you known Corey. You knew Corey before I knew Corey. Yeah, I knew Corey when he was a little boy <laughs> in Modesto. And still in a car seat, <laughs> and we were—he was at our house, and we were doing something, and I needed to go to the hardware store. And Corey's like, "Can I go with you, Nora?" <laughs> I'm like, "Sure." So we put you in the car. Put, maybe you weren't in a car seat. I think maybe you were in the back seat. Um, and so we drove to the hardware store, and by the time I got there, you'd fallen asleep. I'm like, oh, what do I do with a little kid in the car yeah. sleeping? I wanted to let you sleep, and I really didn't know. And I'm living in Modesto, a small town. I thought, well, I'll just run in the store and get the thing. And it wasn't a hot day that you weren't going to die from heat. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I ran in, and obviously you were still in the car when yeah, yeah. I came back. And I remember telling your mom, like, I didn't know what to do. And she kind of grimaced and said, yeah, it probably would have been better to take him to the uh, store. <laughs> yeah. So kind of an early parenting mistake. Oh, jeez. But, but happy lives. ending. Everyone yeah, happy, Fortunately, happy yeah. ending. Happy ending. But, you know, one of the things I learned um, about parenting was really hard was that children really do need um, consistency. And the best example I have is... Um, you always wanted to eat in front of the television, and I didn't really believe in eating in front of the television. So you wore me down, and I let you eat in front of the television. And then I realized I'd open the door, and <laughs> you can never close it. I could never close it. You would keep asking, and children do that. 
They keep asking <laughs> until they get what they want. And parents really need to be um, consistent. And, you know, if you're going to say no, say no and don't change. Think about your answer. Uh, know that when you say yes or do something, you've opened the door. and it Pandora's could, box. You have. Mm-hmm. You have. And, you know, like the, a common situation, especially with younger kids, is parents say, okay, we're going to go now. And then they keep talking to another adult. Yeah. And the kids, like, learns that when you say we're going to go now, it doesn't mean that. Yeah. So when you want your kid to go, yeah, they know, oh, that's like phase one. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I used to milk that for my parents for all yeah, of Yeah, so you're, you're aware of that. I'm also, I've become later in life a big fan of the Irish accent. I feel like I'll do that when I have kids. What's the, I've never Where heard Where you that. just leave without saying goodbye. Oh. I did that the other day. We had a... Um, Wait, you mean... Core party. Parties or whatever, just oh. leave. Yeah. Oh, like, I don't when even I went say to goodbye the to happy anybody. hour last week, I was talking to someone one-on-one, and I was like, it's time for me to go. And I looked at her, and I was like, I'm just going to leave, but I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> and just left. Yeah. And it takes a long time to say bye to everyone, and sometimes <clears throat> yeah. you get in, like, small conversations, yeah. and it's just like, we should leave. Yeah. 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 But, Love so, it. That's great advice. So keep that in mind when you yeah. have your own little rugrats. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, well, let's just go right into what made us laugh and what was the most embarrassing thing. Mm-hmm. But are there any embarrassing stories you can tell about Corey or I that you can think of? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other I'm than sure red-headed hottie. <laughs> that was pretty red-headed embarrassing. <laughs> Nah. Well, I, I own Christina Freak. <laughs> yeah, you own Christina Freak. Can you just change your Instagram to like Christina Freak? Just for a week. <laughs> Everyone be like, "Who is this?" That's funny. Well, you know when it's not an embarrassing story, but it's kind of comical or fun. I don't. What'd you ask for? A funny story or embarrassing? Embarrassing. Well, that can be funny, I guess. Well, I don't know what you think of this, but uh, we were talking about this recently. Is um, when you and Corey first started dating, mm-hmm. I was curious to see, you know, are you guys sleeping together? What's going on? You know, because <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's a chick thing. We want to know these things. So we'd gone camping at Half Moon Bay, and we were—it was raining, so we were in the tent a little early, and we were talking, and and I I tried to be diplomatic and say mm-hmm. and politically correct. Um, so, have you and Corey taken your relationship <laughs> to the next level? And you kind of paused and looked at me and you said, I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. I'm like, and I remember thinking, what? How did she not know? How did she not? So, I think I re- like repeated it, but louder. So, I'm like, no, just kidding. <laughs> And Did you just like totally dart and avert your eyes? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I think I asked one or two more times, and then I'm like, okay, well, I guess the answer is yes, and she's uncomfortable. But it, it was, you know, you were setting your boundaries. You weren't comfortable talking to me about that yet, even though you're. 18. I think one time I said, um, you, you'll, "You'll know when a baby comes out of me." Or yeah. Like that. You'll know when I announce I'm pregnant. You know I'm sleeping with Corey when there's a baby. Still not sleeping together. Yeah. <laughs> We're still not sleeping here. <laughs> yeah, I still don't know. Have I stopped asking? <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm blushing. Um, I think the funniest thing that happened 
this week was def i think we can collectively all agree that it was the office trivia oh absolutely i have something different oh you do what was it it's motherfucking off last night. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it. Uh, okay. okay, so we were Alex was laying in bed, I was up, Nora I was, in was bed. laying down, and all of a sudden <laughs> I hear Nora exhale and she goes, oh, It's motherfucking hot no, flash time. No, 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 no. I did not say mother. I said, It's fucking hot flash time. <laughs> the way you said it was like a game show announcement. <laughs> It's hot flash time! <laughs> oh, oh I'm so miserable with hot flashes. That so, was really funny. But I'm glad it was a funny moment. <laughs> I was miserable, but I'm glad it brought some humor. But that and also Office Trivia was very Office funny. Trivia was funny. The, the guy who was orchestrating it um, said, you know, oftentimes I laugh at the answers but i'm laughing at you guys laughing at the joke at the questions like <laughs> you're finding so much humor in the questions and i think it's because it stirs the, the memory, memory of, oh well, god there would always be like they would say the joke and then someone would say the tagline after mm. yeah like all of the jokes were just so funny in that mm-hmm. fucking show yeah. yeah it's a great great show i think we had the best team name though yeah, we did. Scone he, Sa- We always he, have the best name. He called us out for best team. Oh, name. did he? Yeah, you don't remember? He was like a very s- obscure office reference. Scone Cider. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> and what did I call it? Baptismal food, food or something? Or christening yeah. food? Communal, christening food. Christening food. Dude, she's on IMDb as Scone Cider. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. But, dude. Like, I, I hope that the next time he he the guy who put on the trivia i hope that he shows her picture as oh my god dude (laughs) who is it i believe that was scones cider (laughs) it's so funny Uh, yeah where's all the scones you're out of cider (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway if you haven't seen that episode do yourself a favor it's season seven did you see all the office memes i've been tagging you in no. Oh my god. Pull it up real quick. I'm sorry. There's one that's like, it's I, so funny. Not. It's called like Scranton. Um, uh, Scranton. It's not Scrantonicity. Oh, I tagged you in something. Hold on here. I don't see it. Um, eh, whatever. Anyways. Yeah. Uh yeah, there's a lot of really great office meme accounts on the internet for sure. Uh, um all right, well embarrassing. Embarrassing. What did stupid. I do that was embarrassing or stupid? Well, while you're thinking of it, mine is getting lost riding a city uh, bike. <laughs> yep. That'll do it. <laughs> stupid. Not embarrassing. Um I thought I was gonna be all cool and ride my bike home the other night. Um, oh, yeah, with you guys. The bridge. I was like, I'm gonna ride my bike across the bridge. I have a bike oh, now. And then I got a flat tire. Yeah. And then I saw you guys back on the train. You know what? what? I don't do anything that's embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna start embarrassing you. Do it. Um, oh, you posted some picture of me that was I was going to. You had food on your beard, and I was gonna post a picture of you. Oh, yeah, you with should. food on your beard. I get yogurt in my beard because I take big bites. You get everything in your beard. It's true. Yeah. It, that's, I think, what happens with beards. It's life, yeah. man. It's life. Um, I did something stupid yesterday. 
Um, Mom and I were sitting at the table doing work, <laughs> and I just bought a new candle, and I kept thinking that someone in the building, like a couple of times, more than once it happened, man, someone's making something, baking something, and it smells so good. I wonder what they're baking. <laughs> Gosh, I want to bake something. And then I realized, <laughs> it's because I lit the pumpkin candle. A scented oh, candle. Or someone was baking was, something. Who's making pumpkin? Who's making pumpkin pie? So you had a blonde moment. I yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all do. I have my share that? of them. <laughs> you, had a, you had a red-headed hottie moment. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Red-headed, what was it? Red-headed hottie. Red-headed hottie, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, Nora, it's been you really know what? great. I am a redheaded hottie. You so are. I was just being accurate. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, you were b- er, too early for yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. You can I, have it I'm now. Good, which you good would never news. do. I would never also, do I just looked on Instagram. Christina, what is it? Christina Freak. Christina Freak 89 is not taken. Oh, <laughs> new Instagram handle. Just for the week. <laughs> just for the just week. For the, just for the week. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Maybe I'll do that on April Fool's. There yeah, you go. I like that. There you go. I like that. I, or I'm just Someone gonna open me. the account and only post embarrassing photos of you. Okay, great. All right, awesome. Do it. All right. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening to this wonderful uh, motherly episode us. of the podcast. Um, I mean, people don't need to follow your mom. On Instagram. <laughs> There's nothing to follow. There's nothing to follow. She has an account to She's see a what lurker. we're doing. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. She's well, a lurker. She's a lurker. <laughs> a stalker. <laughs> if people want to find uh, me, you can find me on Instagram at Corey underscore Lauren, L O R E N. Uh, where can they find you, wife? Dancing Ginger Alex, or my website, Dancing Ginger. Or you can follow the husband, uh, and, husband wife and wife talk. And if you subscribe and comment or um subscribe and leave a review uh, review thank you that's what i'm looking for screenshot it and send it to either Corey or i or you can dm the um, <clears throat> husband and wife talk and i will send you a week of meal prep recipes hey, hey. awesome all right thanks so much thanks mom Till next week Love Somewhere quiet we can go